Welcome to Material Episode 126, and I'm not from the US, but I'm led to believe that uh, this is Thanksgiving week or something like that. I'm one of your hosts, Russell Ivanovich. I am the other one of your other hosts, Andy Anako. And I'm every woman, <laughs> it's all in me. I'm Florence Ion. I'm not really every woman, but hi. But you can bring <laughs> home the bacon and fry it up in a pan. I could, except that cooking is really not my thing. I don't even like microwaving. It's just uh, you, 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 so you, much. You can get you get pre baked pre made bacon now. It's like what? the refrigerator. Like, it's pre made. It's like pre. Like, Oscar Mayer will sell you like pre cooked bacon that you can then just tear up and either eat like snack chips or tear up on a salad or put on a sandwich. Okay, wait a minute, Russell. Do you guys in Australia have ready to eat bacon? Because I. I'm feeling like this is a very American thing. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go on a limb here and I'm going to say no, but I will tell you that um, I have visited America many times with a lot of Australian friends and they always comment on your bacon. I don't know if this is universal or just San Francisco and New York, but the bacon that we've always had in America is really thin and really just fried to death and really crispy. And I'm going to yeah. go on record and, and say I'm fine with it. A, a lot of Australians aren't. They prefer their bacon slightly less. So you should be able to hold bacon according to Australians and it should flop down instead of just going vertically, uh, sorry, horizontally across. But no, 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 no. I'm, I'm okay with American bacon. I'm even okay with you adding a little bit of honey to it sometimes. I've noticed that happens too. I'm fine with it. You can also shape it so that it is like a taco shell um, and you can have a taco shell Back up, are you serious? I mean, you could do all sorts of disgustingly delicious things with bacon. There's been a recent recent like renaissance in, wait a minute, what if we were, my favorite is, People who figure out what if we were to cook it like in the uh, bake it in the oven like normal, but we'll like line cupcake tins with it. Oh my and gosh! Results yes. in a cup of a cup a like like a cupcake t- container made out of bacon that you then put like a scoop of really good vanilla ice cream in, and you're like, oh. I thought my. you were gonna say egg. I was hoping you'd go a little savory that's, there. That too. That too. You can then you can then you 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 wait until the bacon is cooked in the oven, and then you crack in a single egg in each one of them <gasps> and leave it in the oven until it like it's lightly poached but try the but see if if your muffin tin has like six muffins six of them are for the egg thing the other six you reserve for later on that day when you will put ice cream in them and then there are some of you who are saying ew ice cream and bake i'm saying try it once so tell me tell me i'm a liar but tell me i'm a liar after you have tried like bacon and really good premium vanilla ice cream and you will say, "I have sinned no more. I am come to. I've, I, I am come to follow you and touch the hem of your robe wherever you may follow, wherever you go." <laughs> the hem of your robe. Um, by the way, vegan bacon is good too. Just Wait, well, actually, it's oh, okay, not vegan. Okay. I'm, I'm, it's I'm veggie scared to bacon. Ask, but what is vegan bacon made out of? Veggie bacon is made out of like just whatever starches will stick together and taste kind of bacony, and it's just it's crispy. Hmm. Yeah. We talked a lot about bacon today. <laughs> <laughs> it's well we're we're very we're very focused on food this week because we're recording the day before American Thanksgiving. So it's it's most of our Wednesday nights nationally are either you are doing all the prep you need to uh, to roast your turkey and to bruise all the sides and all the pies, or you're going through the flashcards of going around the who's gonna be sitting at the table and 
okay, this one is going to be defending the uh, this this person who's been excused of something horrible. This person is going to be saying that, yes, but what about this guy? And then this other person is going to be – it's basically how do you stay without – how do you park your – I think in America this, this year, it's going to be important to park your car in a location where if you needed to leave in a hurry much earlier than you thought you were going to, you're not blocked in by like your aunt. All right, I have a million questions about American Thanksgiving, but this is a Google podcast, so I'm just going to restrict myself to one. I need to know which is bigger, like the Christmas slash holiday get-together with family or the Thanksgiving get-together with family because this is something we were trying to figure out in the office today and we're just like, we don't know because there's all these people on support wishing us happy Thanksgiving. I'm like, thanks, I guess. I'm thankful that Americans wish me thanks. Which is bigger? Mm, I need to know. My parents are immigrants, so any excuse to... They also love their alcohol, so any excuse to party is an excuse for lots of people. For instance, there are 23 people coming over tomorrow to feast <laughs> and dance. Holy cow. And, it's po- and oftentimes we'll have Christmases well? that are just as big. Yes, I said mm. dance. Is that a flow mother, family thing or is that just my Thanksgiving has in general? My mother has promised dancing this year. She is, she prepared, she moved the furniture. I had a call with her today all about it. She was just prepping me. And then I prepped the cousins today. Hey, cousins, the younger ones, you know, you have to prep the ones who will actually feel embarrassed. Flo, please tell me you have a cousin called Roman who always invites you to go bowling. No. Ah, damn it. So, Andy, which which one is bigger? Flo's on the fence. Surely one of these is bigger than the other one. Uh, it well again. I'm 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 very I'm very much on Flo's side here. Uh, a tip a a memorable family Thanksgiving dinner is one where you ask the host the host household what can I bring and instead of saying oh if you could do like the green beans with the with the onions that'd be great or if you could bring a pie when they say no if you could bring chairs that would be great. Because there's there's usually the not enough table space, and there's then there's the kitty table, and this this is something that I oh, I, I wish that other table. exactly this I, we're touching into like a cultural consciousness that other cultures cannot understand. There's that there is the, the little the folding card table that is set to the side of or or maybe even another room where the kids have to see because the the grownups get to sit in the dining room, and then there's that momentous occasion when. Sadly, because enough of the older, older generation have died off, there are now seats available that now you are 16, 17, 18, 19. You have been promoted to the grown-ups table. And just as just as you were when you were a kid at the little table, you would say, well, this is bogus. Everyone should just sit where they want. Once you've been promoted to the big table, you're like, this I, I approve of the system. This is completely correct that only people of our maturity get to sit at the big table. This is a part of our, it's a part of American culture to like yep. experience this as a kid, to experience going up in the ranks. I too sat at a kid's table, which ours was a literal table that I, like a toy table that I had that my mother <laughs> sat us at. <laughs> um, we all just like crouched down and, you know, <laughs> eating like whatever they gave us. So, and then I got to sit at the grown up table and then that's when the conversations just got. That's where you get to be. That's, that's when the, the conversations you don't, start. You don't get. You don't get to, to talk about like Twilight versus Smallville, which is your favorite show. You get to talk about. I just find it shocking that I don't find it shocking, Earl, that you would think such things. I find it shocking you would express such things on Thanksgiving in front of I don't know sophisticated human. Yes, it but, was better in the old country. I know, I know. <laughs> Whatever, that, but that's they not, just that's got not me. That's my father talking. Yeah, see, 
Yeah, but it's it's fun. Again, we'll I'm sure that we should. Move, I know we should. We're going to get to an hour long. I think that was fun. a beautiful they, homage, the, Andy, to Thanksgiving. Just what yes. how you described it. I, so. but, the, but the fun thing is, it's 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 either bigger or not. It's bigger in the sense that you don't have to be Christian in order. To, you just have to be American. So everybody is doing Thanksgiving. However, Christmas, even though it is denominational, it often turns into a two-day thing where there's like you do the big family thing on Christmas Eve, for instance, in my family, and then you do your own thing on Christmas Day. But then it even, but then see, it it became as big or not not bigger than Thanksgiving because now even the people who don't observe Christmas like observe the hey, wait a minute, all the Catholics and Christians are not in the movie theaters and not in the Chinese restaurants. Let's all go out and enjoy a non-Gentile December twenty fifth. So that's <laughs> it's almost become a holiday where I, I have Jewish friends that like they I'll do I'll do like the the day long morning and afternoon long like in the car visiting like all my relatives and all my friends at their own houses after my morning and then i'm invited to like my jewish friends will go bowling and then get chinese food that's where i end my christmas if i'm a, if i'm home so and that's that's where cousin roman hangs out all right Flo, i have to i have one more question i lied i've got one more thanksgiving question will you be whipping out any jelly this thanksgiving you know I, this blurs into another bullet list on our item of speaking, so I just figure we'll jump into it. I'm actually putting that phone away now, so I finally received my jelly phone, everyone who's listening. Yay. I posted a sample of a picture that I took with it. Like, oh, it's just like a picture of a plant by the window. But um, <laughs> I actually used it for a couple of days. I popped in my SIM. You know, I loaded it up with Spotify and like Snapchat and Twitter and even uh, the Google Home app to kind of use it as like to be able to just have um, actually, yes, casting. That's why I was using it. It became like a little casting remote around the house. Not very reliable as an IoT remote. So don't try to think about that Mm. because I don't even know if it's capable of running those apps currently. I even did some Snapchats with it. It's very funny to see AR like barely being processed, <laughs> like real time, barely being processed. It's so old. It's so like brings you back to the day when computing was just so terribly slow, um, which children will never understand going forward, which is quite really a burden and why our society is uh, in peril. But well, before, let me, can I up you for one second? Because I, I want I want to do a generational check here. Yeah. If you're talking, if you're talking about like a drop frame rate, if I were to make the joke, oh, it's the the sort of stuff where you you only generally see that after having clicked through something saying you need to update to the latest version of Real Player. Do you understand that reference? And have you experienced that? Yes, that's exactly what I was referring to. In fact, Andy and Flo, I have spent my entire life watching progress bars ever since. uh, Windows 1.0 and then 2. Point and then 3. Point whatever. I, I feel like I've spent my entire life as a as a computer nerd just watching progress bars because I'm like, there's an update. I have to install this update. Like I can't not have the latest thing. And then like you say, real player is just like. Wait, you guys, our smartphones are update progress now. Like, is that our update progress meter? But Google's made it too fast. Like it now just reboots and it's installed. I'm like, not good enough. I miss my progress. Oh no, I meant. Well, that's what I'm saying because Google's made it so fast. Does this mean now that like we just watch smartphones every year as they come out, like all the features that come um, out to kind of gauge like where where we are because we don't have status bars anymore. Everything's so flipping fast. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, so you know what's not like super fast is uh, some apps on the Jelly phone, but the interface is pretty fine. The interface yeah. is fine. It's I'm going to use it more right now. It's gone back into the drawer. 
And instead I have this, the OnePlus 5T, which I've literally only switched to like two hours ago. So I can't speak to its camera performance. You know, I can't speak to its performance at all because I've barely used it. But I can say that, gosh darn it, this is a real pretty screen. It's real pretty. I, I know you guys can't see it here through the Skype webcam uh, as I'm showing it to my <laughs> my uh, fellow hosts, but I can hardly see any bezels there. Yeah, that's that's a good thing to bring up is the fact that like you can hardly see any bezels. There is hardly any bezel. This is a pretty this is a pretty nice phone that honestly I think this is how I was expecting the Note Seven to feel or Note Eight. Mm. Ha, the Note Note Eight. I was expecting a Note 8 to feel like this, and it doesn't. It feels a little more like blocky. Um, I'm super excited to use this at Thanksgiving to take shots of everybody at the table. Uh, Surely after two hours, you've got, you've got some hot takes. Like, is this, is this a phone you'd continue to use? I mean, you have to review it, obviously, but if you weren't, would it still be something you'd be interested in? Yeah, it would be because because it's it's just a different – it's. It's a non-sanctioned experience. <laughs> I feel it's like it's da- the best it's way the I could put phone. it. It's the danger phone. Highway I to mean, the danger phone. You're a maverick, unbroken, untamed. Well, I feel, see, I feel bad saying that because, you know, considering like recent news about, uh, about related to OnePlus, but I will say that just as an Android enthusiast, which I have been an Android enthusiast uh, for as long as I've been since I've known about it, it's just, it's always been the operating system for me. Um, but just to be on like a non Google way of doing it is just, it, it feels cool and hip and alternative. Um, and (laughs) OnePlus just makes really great phones. Like ever since day one, they've made really great hardware and it's just, they really know how to make like a good solid Android phone. So I'm just really excited to shoot with this thing. Um, I've heard a lot of great things about the face unlocking feature that it's it's just apparently really actually, oh, it literally is unlocking <laughs> it the minute that I turn on the display. That's why I don't have to put in my pattern every time. <laughs> now is it? But it's not three D. It's like just a like two D picture. Unlocked. It maps out the nodes on your face. I oh, I'm, the I'm, way oh, that I, I understand. I, I you, I'm sorry. I thought you were still talking about the OnePlus. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about its facial recognition. Um. Yes. <laughs> oh, is it is, is it th- is it 3D face unlocking? Like, or can, can you can you fool it with a picture? Or you can't fool it with a picture. No. So it looks at the different nodes on your. This is how it was explained to me, or at least what I remember is that it uh it maps the different nodes on your face to unlock it or something like that. So you can't fool it with a picture because there's it's. Okay. It's essentially one-dimensional. And as, and, and as usual, face unlocking is a convenience feature, not a security feature. So it's great that the iPhone 10 has is almost impossible to beat, but maybe not necessarily. But you're right. I, I love the OnePlus designs. It's it's I, I love that pretty much uh, uh, bezel to bezel screens is now you get that. Bezel it's like a bezel. it's like a headphone jack. You can count on getting that with on every single phone, no matter how much you pay for it. Oh, there's it, a headphone jack on this. Yes. And like you said, it's too, it's, it's too bad it's not supporting Project Trouble, but okay. Yeah, I know. We found that out today, which is a bummer, but I, I'm not really concerned about it as just a general user of phones. Let's pretend that I don't even know about that world happening. Um, yeah. It'll get Maybe the in the eventually. long term, it's a bummer, but maybe we also chalk it up to the fact that like OnePlus is 
a startup. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. who knows what was going on in their development team? Like maybe it was because they were working on other stuff. Other stuff took priority. I don't know. Uh, but that's <laughs> what I chalk it up to. Anyway, I'm I'm really looking for I'm gonna use this for a while, kind of see how it fits into the rest of the Android sphere. And also, just so you know, you can do both face unlock and fingerprint security on this phone. Yeah. But I like that. because the face unlock is so fast. You never have to. This is so, what I was told. I haven't yeah. tried that yet. But The fingerprint sensor is on the back, I assume? It's on the back this time, yeah. Centered? Not not in some weird Samsung position? No, centered. Good job. Right there. Yep. And look at this. I'm showing, uh, I am showing Russell and Andy through the Skype webcam this beautiful red, fire engine red case uh, that OnePlus sent over with the review unit. And um, it is very nice. <laughs> it's very nice. I, I gotta say though, I am a little worried because as as you say, OnePlus is this new-ish company. Mm-hmm. And I've it's important that you ship. It's important that everything that you ship works and it is not buggy, something that the Pixel Buds team is probably reflecting on as reviews of the Pixel Buds are not being very, very positive. But it's like if it's if it's like like four days before the drop deadline for look, we have to lock the the system image now. We can't make make any more changes. And I was still not getting Face ID working. There would be everybody. Let's meet at an offsite location. No one bring phones. No one bring anything. Said look, we can either. F- figure out in the next three days why we can't get Face ID Face unlocking working, or we can just replace those 80,000 lines of code with four lines of code that simply says, wait 0.05 seconds and then unlock the phone no matter what. And people will say, my God, it unlocks so quickly with the face. It's wonderful. And quietly, when we get this feature finished, we'll push out an update that actually does the face ID. It's so, it's just instant. I'm yep. so, I've just literally locking and unlocking the phone with my face. I'm sorry. I listen. What? I don't get this on a Samsung device. Okay, yeah. this is magic to me. That's so. that's really Samsung really has to pull up its socks. The last time that uh, when I came up a list for the past couple of years of the most exciting phones that have been through my office, it's a Samsung might be on that list only because of how big they are. But the ones that really excite me are like OnePlus phones and they're like Motorola phones, all for uh, all for individual reasons that go beyond being, oh, this is the greatest phone ever, ever made. Like I'll say the Motorola phone, oh my God, I can't believe the G5 is so much, so, you get so much for so little money. And I can't believe the OnePlus is giving you really iPhone level build quality and slickness for much less money than uh, than an iPhone. What Ooh, is you're, happening? You're, you're you're squirting infrared into the lens. You're you're, you're showing how the you're showing how the IR thing on the iPhone works. <laughs> oh, I thought he was showing us his notch. No, 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 no. Or you're I mean, or you're, or you're, men, or you're men in blacking us. No, I'm not men in blacking. That's right. You're going to forget everything that just happened. No, I just find <laughs> I it funny. Wish. This is this is an old school throwback as well. When camcorders first came out, I was there. Um, I remember you used to be able to hold the TV remote up to the camcorder and it would show mm. you the TV remote doing the flashy infrared thing. You're like, oh, my goodness, it can see things I can't see. And I'm just getting all excited because Skype, obviously, being a camera, does the same thing. You can see the little IR sensor flashing yep. when I hold my face unlocking phone to it. That's- I thought something was wrong with your phone. I was just saying, hey, buddy, you got to go get that checked out. <laughs> Why is it flashy? If you want to really be freaked out, you have to go check out the Verge review of the iPhone X, not because you need to read the review, just find the video and find that section where Neil Patel just lights up his face in IR. It looks really freaky. <laughs> just his whole face like is covered in little dots that are just like pulsating and stuff. It's quite, it's quite cool. 
I have to say my closing statement on this matter, on the matters of these phones, is that, you know what, guys, it's really fun to be in love with phones again. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun <laughs> to be switching back and forth between them and having enjoyable experiences between them and not having to like run away to the next one. It's just it's been a really nice year for it's been a really nice year for phone reviewers. <laughs> <laughs> That's so self-serving. Sorry, nope, but it no, has. No. It's been an all, which which means it's been a very nice year for consumer choice. So absolutely. No, this is side. this is this is why I still love Android, even though even though uh, iOS has been addressing a lot of the shortcomings for me that made me switch in 2013. Mm-hmm. It's like I still can't get around the idea that when it comes time for me to say I've got five hundred to eight hundred dollars to spend on a new phone because it's been two years since the last one, it's not well. Here's here's the one. Here's the next one. It's here are after because because I get to look at everything. Here are three that I'm going to have a hard time choosing between for all kinds of different reasons. And yeah. like oh god, I, I I it's wonderful to just simply walk into an Apple store and say give me the next one of this, and then show hold to their face the one that you already have. But it's wonderful to say oh but do I want the really cool Cool, modern, stylish one. Ooh, do I want the one with the great camera? Ooh, do I want a Pixel with all these great updates? I can't decide. Isn't it wonderful? You want a Pixel with the motion photos. That's all you want. <laughs> I know. I, I kind of bring do. this into your subconscious. I kind of do. Play I this really back tonight do. while you're asleep so that you remember the, you want a Pixel and the thing, and, motion photos. And, and, and here, that's that's my that now you you will replace the voice in my head that's telling me, Andy, remember before you made your you went out on your trip last week, you returned the iPhone 10 that you bought for review because Apple had sent you like the a review unit, and now you've got it's like you've got a thousand dollars like in your in on your credit card that that is that's that dangerous. Is just, <laughs> it's like it's like free money. Andy, why don't you buy that's a Pixel really phone with dangerous. that? And it's also saying, no, no, but that's okay. You can return that one within two weeks too, and then it'll come up with, oh, it's. I know it's raining. To, it's raining today. Well, let's not go to the FedEx office today. Don't tell them today's the last day. You have to return the. Oh God, it's it's horrible. I'm a horrible human being. I have no. I have no. My 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 maternal grandfather was a goat herder, and he came to this country with nothing because that's how much he 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 believed in hard work and earning things that are important. And his grandson is like, I I don't I I don't I already bought like a thousand dollar phone last year, but I want to buy another thousand dollar phone because it has. Oh man. I mean, if you want to talk about first world problems, imagine being a developer who uses a lot to find us, or like you two, a reviewer that gets them all the time, and then trying to reset your Google Play Music uh, device thing. And it's just like, nah, you can only do this once a year. And I'm like, if this is not a first world problem, I don't know what is. Because eventually if you put your SIM into enough devices and use Google Play Music on all those devices, you, render, you run out of activations. And Google's like, like oh, me. tough luck. No a life, I have a lifetime of activate of no activate, more activations. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this probably has nothing to do with anything. If you're not a reviewer or a developer, you probably don't get that. But really, if anyone from the Sorry Google Play... Sorry for the inside baseball. If anyone from the Google Play Music team is listening, please, please fix that. I know it's probably some kind of licensing restriction, but just, just make it easier. It's really annoying. I think annoying. I've asked them on like seven different podcasts, by the way, and still nothing. <laughs> we can add eight. Just... <laughs> <laughs> we, that's this. That's my journey is to go on every podcast and ask for my all my account to just be wiped. 
I mean, what, what is podcasting for if you can't make personal requests like that to, to sure. get things that you need? And the other thing podcasting is obviously for is is having money rain down from the sky and introducing our listeners to awesome offers. So uh, one of our sponsors this week is Linode. Linode has fast, powerful hosting options that you can get set up with in seconds. Their tools are easy to understand and they let you choose your resources and Linux distro, giving you the power and flexibility that you need. And Linode plans now start at just $5 a month and you get a Linux server with one gigabyte of RAM in the Linode cloud. So you might be thinking, am I alone here? Is this some fly-by-night company? You don't have to worry. Linode has over 400,000 customers uh, who are all serviced by their friendly 24-7 support team. Uh, You can email them, you can call them, you can even IRC them in the Linode community. If you need help, they're there for you. Um, Their control panel is beautifully designed with a focus on ease and simplicity and they let you easily and quickly deploy, boot, resize, clone, all the different things you might want to do with servers in the cloud, they they let you do them. Uh, You can set up two-factor authentication if you want to keep your account safe. You can snapshot your disks, you can back them up. They've got all that sort of built in. Uh, Linode is the full package for your server infrastructure needs. They have the power you require as well as the infrastructure and assistance you want. So if this sounds like something that's interesting to you, you're like, what do I get? Well, like I said, one gigabyte of RAM for just $5 a month, 16 gigabytes of RAM for $60 a month if you want some big server. Um, and as a listener of the show, if you go to linode.com slash material, L-I-N-O-D-E.com slash material, you'll not only be supporting us, but you get $20 towards your first Linode plan and seven-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose. So linode.com slash material to learn more, sign up and take advantage of that $20 credit or use the promo code material2017 at checkout. So we want to thank Linode once again for supporting a material podcast. Yes. And we will bring all things, all these things together. We've talked about so far. We've been talking about Thanksgiving, and we've been talking about um, uh, the difficulty of uh, suppressing our material instincts to buy things, uh, and also how we like to get money. And yeah, so I spent <laughs> I spent some time looking at Black Friday deals, uh, particularly related to Google and Android stuff. But I, I'm I'm going to be in trouble this year because there have been a number of things from like the Google Store that have been on my I I, uh, I I have been thinking that I hope that at some point I need to like I want to get a Nest thermostat because I figured out that the there's a I have now have a need for a better thermostat and a couple other things in the Play Store that have been waiting for an excuse to buy these things and there are a lot of good black and Friday you have a thousand extra dollars now because free, you got <laughs> free money it's almost like i didn't so, earn it it's great you know yeah perfect timing <laughs> and so i i and so you can here's i i tried to compile a list of at least the things i thought were broadly interesting uh the the star of the show seems to be the home the google home mini it seems to be that this mm-hmm. is the one that google that google is trying to use black friday to get everybody to buy a home mini like a, like it's an AOL sign up cd to make sure there is nobody who does <laughs> not have one of these things uh so at the google play store and in most us retailers it's normally $49 it's down to $29 if you uh, buy it directly from the Google Play Store. They will also give you a $10 Google Play Store gift card. And a lot of other retailers are matching that by saying, oh, no, no, buy it from Best Buy. We'll give you a $10, $10 Best Buy gift card. Bring it, down to, bring it down to $19. That's Walmart, cash money. That's, yeah. <laughs> can, can you do the make it rain thing with like plastic gift cards? Yeah. Well, oh, put, why put not? As long as this it. isn't slow-mo and then it looks really cool. <laughs> it really hurts when one of those hits you in the eye, though. Let me, let me tell you from yeah. the Sorry. <laughs> It's, I got a lot of them, you know. <laughs> uh, Walmart is offering is upping the ante. They will give you a twenty five dollar credit 
off of a future order that you make Jeez. through Google Express. So that would be down to $4 for Google Home. The downside is that, that the re and of course, you know that there is a big selfish reason why they wanted to do that. And so that makes you think about here's how much they value you linking your account from Walmart to your Google Home Pay account. Because of course you have to you have to sign up for a subscription or anything. It's, but like you have to sign up for a free account so they will have like your email and your address and all this sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's for people who $49 is already pretty darn good. $29, I think, will knock a lot of people from the maybe to sure, definitely, particularly when if someone is making out their Christmas lists and they think that I need a gift that looks in that category of something that really looks impressive and is actually useful and functional, even though it didn't cost me a hell of a lot of money. $29 for a Google Home Mini to somebody who has never owned a smart speaker before and who you know has a Google has an active like Google account. That's pretty darn good. So, fun fact, and uh I apologize, this is slightly shilly of me. <laughs> but I am shilling some hard work that I did this week, which is put together this little um I put together a little video that's coming out on Thanksgiving Day. So sorry to listeners, I guess just come to Twitter and I will post a link uh, that you can see. But basically the video is just about how to buy gifts for people that you want to sort of give them the gift of like connectivity, a connected home of the future. And so I had broken it out into a couple categories, but the number one thing that I suggested was a smart speaker, either the Google Home Mini or the Amazon Echo Dot, just because like those are the easiest ways to just get somebody started on this little train. It's it's not that costly. Like you're gonna probably spend fifty bucks maybe on a Visa gift card, you know, maybe just spend it on the mini and. <laughs> I don't know, maybe keep the card that you get from Walmart for yourself. Uh, you just don't tell anybody, um, even though it's keep, yeah. That, 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 you, you get a gift for your aunt, and you also get a gift for the mailman that you don't have I to mean, tell them that you're spending money for. Come on, that's smart shopping. Uh, yeah. You got to find those deals. But seriously, it's just like really easy. The person on the receiving end can try it out. They have like maybe give them a year to just kind of like get used to this thing in this in the house. You know, maybe it's an opportunity for you two to bond over setting up this product. So maybe you can do that. Like, this is just such a good idea for a Christmas present. I'm not getting anybody any of this because my parents are already on this train. But the reason they're on this train is because I did just that. I did a Google sale. I bought them Chromecasts. Now, unfortunately, they're not really down with the Google ecosystem which is fine. So my dad ended up getting a fire stick. But the whole point is that like I tr kind of introduced them to that through that little gift kind of to show them like what's possible and they appreciated it and then it opens doors. Granted, that usually works better with immediate family members <laughs> who are forgiving <laughs> uh, of you wasting <laughs> your money on something they didn't want. But like, I, they won't mind it as I much. Found, I found an even better version of this flow is you attend a whole bunch of Google events as a developer and they give you free Google Homes, free Google Home Minis. And then sometimes you put them in people's stockings. Sometimes <laughs> even free pixels. And then you find people in your life who you're like, you're missing a Google Home and then you just gift it to them. Oh. You're like, here, aren't I so generous? Have this Google Home which I paid nothing for, which yeah. I signed an agreement that says I can't, not actually allowed to sell. But you know what? Just have this for yeah. free. It's, I'm just being generous. Like take, take this out of my cupboard. 
let's 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 uh, continuing the inside baseball sort of let's, let's talk about ourselves <laughs> i whenever i give like a, a tech product particularly something that like is kind of spendy i have to i have to explicitly i make a big point of saying now if you don't like it i have the receipt so you can we can return it in within two weeks just make sure within two weeks not so much that i'm saying you know please return i'm saying okay look I can produce documentation that I actually paid for this. This is not something that I bought you something. I spent my money on you. If you don't want what I got you, that's fine. Take the money and buy something else. I might resent it for a couple weeks. For life. But I'll eventually get over it. Oh, sorry. That's me personally. Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) If I don't see that thing in your home next time I'm there, there's going to be trouble. (laughs) I'm going to walk in the door and I'm going to say, hey, Alyosha, what time is it? And if I don't hear a computerized voice tell me the time, I'll know that you don't care about my gifts or my plan for your life. I'm going to come over and I'm going to test. This is the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to go outside the door when you're away and just shout things to find out yeah that 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 is a brilliant idea because there's there's very few pieces of technology that make as immediate an impact (laughs) as as smart speakers where you just say things and it answers back like useful stuff even if it's set a timer for 20 minutes or do i do i need a jacket today is it going to be is it going to rain tomorrow that i didn't i didn't start doing really sophisticated things with my uh, amazon echo until I don't know, maybe six or seven or months after I bought it, and but just the fact that as I'm tying my shoes and in uh, putting and getting my wallet off of the the dresser in the morning, I can simply say, "What's the weather right now?" and decide whether or not I'm going to be wearing the, the 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 overcoat or the whatever. That in itself was kind of worth the hundred and sixty or nine dollars over the course of like a year. And then when you when you have lights connected to it, it's like I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to be moving soon. And so I'm, I'm sort of, I have both places for, uh, for uh, the next month. And so I'm starting to set up the new place. And every time I have to like reach for something and turn on a light switch, cause I don't have any of the home stuff. I feel like, Oh wow. This is what life was like in 2009, 2010. What, who was I back then that I was actually flipping light switches. And of course, those things like the Google Home Mini, they also work with the Nest Thermostat and the Nest E, which are both on sale. The Nest Thermostat is normally $249. It's now on sale for $199 at Amazon, which is kind of awesome. Um, although if you don't want to do Google, I saw that there is a Black Friday deal on the uh, Ecobee, I believe, or the Eufy. There's another like... There's another brand thermostat anyway oh, yeah, yeah. that has Alexa I, I built in. I saw in. that online. Yeah. Um, and the Nest E, which is sort of the like uh, pared down version, it's 149 down from 169 at Best Buy. And I see, Andy, you also included the Nest Cam, which is awesome. It's uh, indoor is $139 down from 190 Outdoor cams are 149 down from 180 Those are both on Amazon. However, I just wanted to say the Nest Cams do not work with any of the smart speakers. So that integration does not exist at present. Just so you know, those of you out there, I found out the hard way. That's too Well, that's, well I, I, have, I have a follow-up question. Uh, well, for, first of all, I should say that almost all of the, the Google branded stuff, I believe, is available on the Play Store uh, but however, I think I'll be, I was trying to figure because I I, managed, I did this list by starting with like Google's blog posting mm-hmm. and then going to other periodicals that were compiling their own lists. And I believe that 
and if it's a Google branded thing you're talking about, it's available from the Play Store, but everybody's matching the prices, and some of them are also offering gift cards. So I was sort of calling out just in case I'm wrong about the Play Store also having like the, the Nest Cam uh, and stuff like that. But it's like, so what kind of integration with uh, where you were you talking about? Like, can you like just stand in front of the camera and like play charades about like Abbey Road? Okay, first word, first <laughs> syllable, Ab. ABBA, 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 okay. that's right. Great idea, Andy, B. first of all. You really have to pitch that. Uh, no, but I wanted I wanted to just, like, wouldn't it be cool if the Google Home would just say, like, hey, there's movement in the living room or whatever. <laughs> there's movement outside, <laughs> like, if the, it's an outdoor camera. Like, the same way that it reminds me at 8 o'clock every morning to yeah. whatever I told it to remind me to do. No, I, I would want, like, like to also, hey, your mom's at the front door. Like open the or, front door. Or, oh yeah, use the even, facial recognition that it can apparently do. Yeah, <laughs> or or even or even do okay, Guillermo, uh, show me the front door on the living room TV. Oh yeah, that would be great, and then everybody in the family can watch horrified as some bear tries <laughs> to sneak in. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, stream this to Facebook. Tell my story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and speaking of the Chromecast, it's 25 bucks. It says here down from $35 and the ultra, which does 4k is $60 down from 70 bucks. And then it says here with a question mark, Andy Walmart has it for $20. Uh, I could not. I found one source that said that the play store is going to have it for $25 with price matching everywhere. I I think 95 Mac was saying it's going to be down to 20. Hmm. But I couldn't find anybody else who seemed to know about that. I found a third source that said that Walmart is going to be throwing an extra five bucks off, maybe including like a gift card or something like that. So I will vouch for 25 bucks. It might be less than that. Um, one of my favorite things, though, the NVIDIA Shield is mm-hmm. going to be 30 bucks off at many retailers. So now the minimum buy in is 149 bucks. That is other. So, so, so far. Uh, for the new place, I want to get the Nest thermostat because it's got like an old-timey thermostat that is not going to help out any – I kind of want to get a Nest Cam because it's going to be like a satellite office sort of thing and I might want to have like a cam camera going like 24-7. But I'm super tempted to get the NVIDIA Shield because I am getting less and less tolerant of Apple TV in my bedroom because every time I now go from like the living room at, at night up to the bedroom, I am so aware of all the things that I could be doing with my TV or all the things I could be streaming if I had an, an, an NVIDIA in the bedroom instead of an Apple TV. And I'm, I, I, I repeat that I'm a freelance journalist in a rapidly collapsing pink, uh, print market. I can't just simply say, you know, I, I already got like an NVIDIA Shield, but like maybe I could get like another NVIDIA Shield. Because the one that, well, I got, I'll, I have a streaming device on the bedroom one that's, it's working, but I mean, this other one would be better in like subtle ways. And it's like, okay, well, how about, how about $149 and you put it towards like retirement or you put it towards food and bills? Like, well, yeah, I mean, it's bills are, <laughs> bills are just like emails that I get. Whereas this is like being able to like stream 4K video without having to transcode it first. Like, oh man! The Russell, issue. you're a developer. You yes. should you should talk about the sales in the Play Store because by just by relation. Oh, you, I see what you did there. Um, sales. We we get <laughs> we get contacted about this every year. So every Thanksgiving, every 
Black Friday, whatever the heck Monday is called, all those different events. Google tries to run um, sales on a whole bunch of games and apps. And so there's there's a lot of cool deals if you're a, if you're a user and you're like, oh, I want free stuff or I want cheap stuff. Um, a lot of games are discounted up to 80%. You can um, get four, four months free if you sign up for, you know, play music and all that other stuff. There's a ton of things going on. My only conflict about this as a developer is I know the developers involved are involved willingly, but it always feels a bit, I don't know, it feels a bit weird to me to, for Google Play to be like, we're promoting our store and it's amazing, whatever. And by the way, you get way less money because you just discounted yeah. your thing by 80%, which is if you're a game developer and you have in-app purchases or something to get that money back or you have ads, you don't care. You're like, sweet, this is the best thing. But if you have some really nice premium game experience at $16, you're like, I guess I can take $2 for it. Like, thanks, thanks, Google. Don't, Maybe don't. you weren't the person to read these. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm bitter, bitter and twisted. I always say no. I'm like, no, get off my lawn. We never discount our app ever because it's it's premium at four dollars. People, that's the premium experience we want you to have. Yeah, the the the, wow. the, the shifty jelly version <laughs> of the, the shifty version version of of demoware is that you get to use the full app for like three minutes, and then it's just like Russell in video giving you the finger. <laughs> Yes, now. Oh, you laugh. Um, you laugh. Pixel Chromebook. That. Pixel Chromebook. Oh wait, wait. Let's, let's, we got. Let's got to continue on the on the Play Store. Really good oh, stuff coming up. Oops, where, sorry. Uh, so for <laughs> starting on Thanksgiving on this this is stuff that I can I can afford and I can actually blow money on. Uh, all users will get fifty percent off of any one mer- movie purchase. Woot, so that's store wide. So that's when I'm going to be picking the. I'll probably be getting Wonder Woman in HDR. Yes. <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, good. And, Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it in the theaters like the first weekend. Um, OMG! Um, <laughs> I love my, my, my first reaction. Just just that opening battle se- training and battle sequence with the Amazons. Not only did I love it, just as a movie scene. Like later on, I thought, I thirty years, three or forty years from now, these actors are going to be like showing this to like you know their family and the grandkids are going to be like, Graham, you're a badass. <laughs> and I just love that idea. Um, but uh, and uh, t- uh, also twenty five percent off uh, any one TV season. Uh, so I Ooh. bought I, I, I bought a TV season last week, not knowing that. Okay, that's fine. But it was but it was it was an act of penance because I didn't realize it was it was a, uh, it was one of the few things that I was I was actually missing from cutting cable. That I do like I do like Gold Rush and the Discovery Channel. I, it's not Discovery is not on uh, is not on uh, uh, the Sling Channel. And I was doing that bad thing where I was saying, well, let's see, it aired last night. I bet somebody has posted it on YouTube and it hasn't <laughs> been taken down yet. And I did that with the first two episodes, and then I had to say to myself, "Okay, Andy, now now you're just Johnny Johnny No Wanna Pay. You have demonstrated <laughs> that you you've demonstrated that you're interested in these stories. You now have to pay for this season." So I went to the Play Store. I said, "All right, sorry," and I paid the thirty bucks. Uh, but to, but uh, for Thanksgiving weekend, you can get twenty five percent off Saturday only. And here's another one that's I bold faced. I was so uh, so excited <laughs> about it. Any movie rentals, ninety nine cents. So I don't know if you're only limited to one, but 99 damn cents for an HD movie rental. And remember, you get 30, is it 30 or 60 days? I think it's 30 48. days. 48. 48 hours. You. 48 hours. Sorry. 48, oh, from when you hit play. To, and then, no, 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 yeah. From, from when you hit play, you're right. Oh, right. I'm but sorry. It is, I, I yes. thought you meant if you, when, once you, you can rent it and then you have like an entire month to start play. Yes. And then you yes. have 48 hours to finish it. Right. So particularly because this, you're going to be doing holiday entertaining and you're going to need to amuse the kids or amuse the relatives so maybe you want if you if you know that you're going to be having like both sets of grandparents over perhaps you want to like rent like flags of our fathers or some like similar something that old people might definitely like just to have that locked and loaded uh 
Uh, and on the Play Store, uh, also on the Play Store for books, I I will I will mention this out of a sense of completeness. I have never bought a book on Google Play. It's always Kindle, and there's that's gonna be unfortunate because I only buy books on Google Play. Really? Why? Wow. Because I just wanted to be a part of that ecosystem. Okay. I'd say for, <laughs> for, me, it's, it's, for, for me, it's that the, it's and that because the, the I'm, surveys I'm not, I'm not, I'm pay accused, for I'm books. I'm not accusing you of anything. No, the surveys it's, pay for books. So all the money that I get from filling out surveys uh, is what I use. A, so of course another, I'm going to use the Play Store. For anyone Come on, that, y'all. For anyone that's not a, a, a aware of this, Google, don't Google, go to the Play Store and look for Google Play Opinion Rewards. Mm-hmm. And it's basically Google giving you money for answering questions. And no matter yep. how mighty, how high and mighty you think you are, you might be some uh, high-priced, you know, lawyer that charges, you know, $1,000 an hour to sit in court or whatever and make things up. Um, <laughs> you, you'll find yourself still filling in these surveys because it's just so damn good to get 20 cents from Google. You're like, I just got yep. 20 cents for clicking the button. And that adds up over time. And then guess what? Yeah. This Saturday when I redeem it for... For a rental, I'm not paying anything. <laughs> Well, All see, right. that's that's see, that's that's me for that's me for Amazon. So not not only not only I go Kindle because I love the Kindle book readers, and there's no there's there's no analog for Google Play books that I've seen yeah. that really works for me. Uh, but also, uh, I use on Twitter. I will tweet out like links to uh, uh, Amazon store items like books and movies I really like and recommend. And every month I, I'm on, I'm in the Amazon affiliates program. It's not, it's rarely a lot of money, but it's enough so that if I want a book, I can buy a book and not think twice about it. So that's the other reason why, uh, but uh, getting, Oh, getting back to the play store. Uh, so you get a $5 credit for book with bir- any book purchase of over $5. Uh, hmm. Plus there's going to be lots of discounts uh, on Saturday only. There's going to be $5 discounts on a whole bunch of Marvel uh, and DC comics omnibus Ooh. omnibus addiction omnibus editions uh, of, omnibus. Uh, of I know I'm sorry I had a, it's 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 been a long 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 struggle this week uh, but yeah so it's I haven't and remember this is see the, the the amount of trouble that I'm in this is just a Google podcast so I didn't do anything about <laughs> like here's the other deals that are available anywhere and just just today I was I'm uh, I, I've uh, Okay, I'll, I'll give you the other. I'll give you the other secret thing, not secret thing, but so uh, I tell you that typically I, I'm not aggressive about uh, doing uh, Amazon affiliate links. I never do it for tech stuff. Whenever I'm recommending, hey, well, the MacBook Pro is like eighty percent off. It's only two hundred dollars. I will tweet out that link, but I will not. I will make that a non-affiliate link because I feel like if it's a tech thing, I shouldn't gain anything by recommending it. I get paid for the things I write. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just not comfortable with doing that. Even though I, I, I love the wire cutter, they do that. I don't think anything's wrong about that. It's just an area that I'm not comfortable with. But hey, yeah, for anything else that's non-tech, but. <laughs> Here's what happens. The first time I signed up for it, it was just sort of incidental because I was recommending like lots of music and I thought, well, maybe I'll make money back for all these 99 cent things I'm downloading. And then I didn't know that you get affiliates, you get affiliate purchase. If you, I send, I'm sending people to Amazon to buy this 99 cent song I really liked, but then it's, oh, now that I'm, since I'm on Amazon anyway, I was going to buy this $2,000 flat screen TV for my uncle, but I, and I get like credit for the purchase of that. Which is and so the first time it was like nine, 60 or ninety days later, and I'm used to getting you know ten dollars, twelve dollars, twenty dollars, a thousand dollars. This this me because that was for the Black Friday stuff. So now when I see things that are really really now I'm sort of aggressively doing that because I want like a four. It's time for me to upgrade my ten year old TV in the living room to like a four K HDR set, and because again I'm a 
freelance journalist in a rapidly collapsing print market. I'm thinking I I can't I can't justify buying like a, a fancy thousand dollar TV, but like but if it's Amazon affiliate credit money, it's not I didn't really earn that, did I? So that's why like for these next this next week, I'm going to be a little bit aggressive about making sure I I. Do anything anyway. I'm, I'm long way of saying that I've I've already bought like just I'm not recommending things like oh actually I do need a step waste basket I'll buy that and oh actually I do I needed a I I needed to upgrade my sous vide I'll buy that like oh Andy we're gonna keep a notepad next to the computer you so every time you buy something you need to upgrade your sous vide you need okay to maybe upgrade. I didn't <laughs> it was it was something yeah it was it, it Did was you really need Wi-Fi capabilities. <sighs> well, no, I don't. I don't need Wi-Fi capability. I it's know. it's it was it was. I did buy it because the uh, the uh, Inova. I've been using the Inova for like two or three years. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. This has nothing to do with Android, but this has totally changed and improved the way that I cook and the convenience of everything. But there has been times like for like Thanksgiving where I only have one sous vide cooker, and so I'm doing like the meat for like four or five hours at like 135. But I also boy, I, this would be so much easier if I could have like another vessel at 165 to reheat things I prepared yesterday. So for ninety three dollars, I'm like, okay, I will have a second one so that. On the rare times where I do have people over for like a big meal, I don't have to cook like a caveman in, in the early 2000s. I can actually do it all sous vide. So yes, but anyway, so <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, just to just to just to wrap up, we'll, I, we could probably move on. This has been a very Andy rambly sort. I'm very sorry. Uh, the odd, the the only odd thing is that the uh, the things that we haven't mentioned about uh, uh, Google products, the, no Chromebooks, no fo- no Pixel phones seem to be anywhere on any of the deals list. The closest you who I was able to find is that uh, Verizon, I think, is doing a uh, buy one, get one on the Pixel 2 with a 24-month contract. So they're oh, making... Oh, so, Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. So they're, so they're definitely making their money back on that. Uh, however, I did want to flag uh, really good deals on Motorola phones, Uh I love love the 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 G5 Plus is one of my favorite phones ever because it's just kind of unbelievable. You get essentially last year's or maybe even the year before's phone uh, that would cost eight hundred dollars and they will charge you two hundred fifty bucks for it. It has dual cameras, it has fingerprint recognition, it has like micro SD expansion, it has a modern processor, it has really everything that you would want in maybe a year old phone, but you're getting it for like. Uh, pennies or a pittance uh and uh so direct from uh, motorola you're getting 30 dollars or 75 dollars off this g5 plus depending on whether you get the 32 or 64 gigabyte model so it's 199 dollars or 225 definitely go 225 for the 64 gigabyte model and if you're thinking oh well that's not nearly enough storage remember it does support micro sd so you can you can have 256 gigs in there for like 20 bucks just buy a card and plug it in there uh, and if you are looking for again if you don't have a lot of demands for a phone if you don't need to have the no bezel sort of thing if you don't need to have the face dece- face deception mode uh it's really well built they're wonderful wonderful phones even if you just want like a a media music player that you don't mind if it gets stolen out of your locker at the gym you know it's it'll work for that too it's i really recommend them highly <laughs> Happy shopping, everyone! Enjoy yep, spending sorry. all your money. Remember, remember, all remember, that remember that consumer products will not fill that hole in your soul, no matter how desperate. It's like trying to dig a hole in the in using beach sand. the 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 more you dig, the faster the sand will rush in and bury you. No, no, so no. So be no. instead when like the water. When we fight each other to see who fills out the show notes these weeks to to put all our affiliate links on the end, which we definitely will not do. <laughs> 
then uh, you should buy it. You should buy as much as you can, as quickly as you can. Um, speaking of buying, we do have a new sponsor joining us uh, this week. This episode of Material is brought to you by App Optics. Application monitoring shouldn't break the bank. App Optics is a next-gen application performance monitoring system built specifically to help developers and DevOps teams trace tri- distributed transactions through their complex environment. So some of the things that App Optics includes is broad APM language support with auto-instrumentation, uh, simple and easy-to-use infrastructure monitoring, which is all built in, and it's all supported by a large and open community. So their plans start at just $7.50 a month, and you can learn more at appoptics.com slash material and we want to thank them for supporting this show and you should show them some thanks as well if this sounds like something that might interest you or your team appoptics.com slash material is the place to go and check it out place to go place to be check it out speaking of places that you can go speaking of places (laughs) guess who's been tracking your location even though you told it not to I know a little bit about this, so I'm super yes, excited. This, yes, this Ooh. Thanksgiving, oh, you can go excited? over the river and through the woods. But even if you threw, turned off location services, Google was still tracking you. <laughs> am I right, Russell? <laughs> oh, well, you I are thought actually. you were going to say, am I right, Red Riding Hood? I'm sorry, that's terrible. That's really terrible. <laughs> yes, my son told me the other day that the third pig was the smartest pig because he built his house out of bricks because clearly he'd looked up the definition of bricks in the dictionary, which made... Uh, a lot of sense to me at the time. Um, anyway, so yes, there's, there's been a, a huge news story break this week that people every, all over the internets that basically for the last uh, 11 or so months, uh, Google has been tracking the location of all the different cell towers that, that your phone's been connected to. And I guess the, the thing that sparked this controversy is that they do this even if you turn off the location services feature. Well, you can do it on an Android phone. You can just say, you know what? I don't want any of my apps to have access to location. I don't want the OS to have access to it. You can just turn it completely off. I don't know what kind of dystopian future you're living in when you do that because that's all I use my phone for, but I think it's good that you have the choice. Um, I think a little bit of background into this that a lot of new sites sort of didn't get hold of is this does seem a little bit um, accidental and not, not, oh, my goodness, I accidentally captured this and didn't mean to. It seems like the Firebase team, which for those that aren't familiar with it, is they're a development team inside Google that does um, you know, analytics and they do crash monitoring and they do all sorts of developer things. And more recently, Google's trying to be, um, you know, they, they have all these versions of Android as support. So you've got Android 8 as the latest one. You want to go back to all the way to Android 4.4 if you want to you know, be on as many billion phones as, as you want to be. And Google started doing some of that through Firebase. So now you can do things like push messaging through Firebase and rather than implement the three different versions of push messaging that have sort of come and gone, um, you know, through Google, you can just use the one Firebase one and in the back end they'll automatically, you know, message out to the one that's appropriate to your phone, which as a developer is really cool. So I can kind of see how Google got themselves into this mess. They integrated Firebase cloud messaging into the OS, which makes a lot of sense. That's, that's where it should be if all the developers are using it. And it turns out some code in the Firebase messaging thing, a developer there was like, you know what, if we had the location of the cell towers, like maybe we could route the messages differently. Like maybe we could get them to Andy faster or quicker mm. or cheaper. I don't know if they, they pay for push notifications or how that whole sort of thing works. And it probably made a lot of sense at the time. They're like, oh, we'll just capture this. We'll send it back to the server. Um, and now that we know that, we can route messages to you more efficiently because you've got push notifications turned on. And I guess what they didn't think about is that, wait a minute, 
Andy doesn't have location services turned on. So should we, one, should we be capturing this at all? Two, should we be sending it back to our server? And three, should we be storing it? And it seems like they only really covered that last one. Like according to Google, if you believe them, a spokesperson said that they don't store this data, they're going to stop storing this data. Uh, sorry, they don't store this data, they're going to stop collecting this data in the future. But it's they basically, if you believe them, it's like it's sent back to our server and then it's discarded. It doesn't exist anywhere anymore. But I mean, I can kind of see how they got themselves into this mess, but I don't think we should let them off for it. Like, it's not just like, oh, innocent mistake or whatever, like no big deal, Google's fixing it. Because when something is deployed on this many phones, and we're talking billions of devices around the world, and when it's embedded into the the core operating system, it's not an app that you sort of download from the store, you have a high level of responsibility to do the right thing. And I think Google found this out the hard way many, many years ago when they drove those uh, Google Street View vans and trucks sort of around people's neighborhoods and quote unquote accidentally captured all your Wi-Fi location names and, and where they were. <laughs> and afterwards they got in huge trouble for that. You know, the EU got involved, various world governments got involved and Google got a huge, you know, slap, which they deserved. You shouldn't be doing that like without people's permission. And I think this is kind of similar. Like, yeah, maybe it was accidental and maybe they weren't storing it, but it still was something that should have got vetted, you know, on the way out before before the ship. I don't, don't know if you two feel the same way. I I don't know much about I don't know much about some of the stuff that happens in the background. Um I wasn't entirely clear on this story when I first stumbled upon it, so I actually really appreciate the breakdown, Russell, um because it sounds like it was something that was supposed to just make things a little bit better for everybody, but unfortunately, uh it's doing exactly what makes people scared to use these things in the first place. Yeah, because that, that is everybody's biggest fear. They're like, oh, what does Google do? They want to track your life and you're the product, not the thing. You would and, track your life, yes. Yeah. As a supporter of Google, I, not a supporter, as a fan, I should say, of Google, as, as a person who likes some of their products, I, I'm going to go down to that level. Um, yeah, as someone, as someone who likes, you know, some of their products that they make, like I get tired of defending them like because there are a whole bunch of bogus stories that come out like, you know what, Google does this. I'm like, Google, Google doesn't do that. You know, you can go here to check that out. But this one's legit. Like Google did collect this information. They did send it back to their servers. And if if you look into it like in detail, they, they had no real good reason for doing so. I can understand from an engineering point of view they were thinking, oh, maybe we can route things differently or whatever. But at the end of the day, they did. if you believe them, they didn't use any of this this information anyway. So they shouldn't have been collected in the first place. Like that's that's just a massive mistake to make in a, in a software release that you roll out to yeah billions of people. Yeah. It, it doesn't make people feel better, but – as someone, as people who have been following Google for a lot of years, and we feel as though we know the personality of the company, it's kind of like when someone's when uh, when someone tells you that, "Gee, I'm really, really sorry, but uh, you lent me your car, and I parked it somewhere, and I have no idea where I parked it." If you know somebody for twelve years, you th- you might think that, okay, Jerry would definitely do that that's he's he didn't he didn't crash it he's not telling me he didn't sell it steal it he is the sort of he is one of those people who would have parked it in a garage and can't find it and his only solution is to call me and say hi i've lost your car and now i have to go help him help him find it at google is a lot like that where if facebook said oh really it was just an innocent mistake we didn't even think about it you're like no it wasn't facebook you were trying to track people who are you were trying to create a advertising profile of people who don't want to be location tracked by telling them that you're not going to track them with location tracking turned on but tracking them anyway you come you 
bastards. Whereas Google is this. <laughs> well, I, I can, I can, I can totally, I can. Oh God, I, I, I gave, I gave a like closing, I gave a closing keynote last week in which I talked about like the five, five major tech companies, and some of it was like tongue in cheek about here's, here's what motivates them, here's this, and every time like I, I mentioned Facebook, there was like a little joke that I thought would be get like a little chuckle about how like oh no, no don't try to emulate Facebook or oh no there's they try to do evil all the time. I thought it'd be like a little chuckle moving on to the next one. There was like a stop for like an applause and laughter because people, it turns out, in that group hate the hell out of Facebook. Uh, but I'm sorry. What, what I was, what I was, what I was, <laughs> what I was getting to is that you totally believe if if the excuse is that you got to realize that we have a whole bunch of nerds who's they've got this tunnel vision on wow we could make this service work so much better if we just had access to this information. Anybody else, you would say, well, why didn't you think, yes, but that would be a violation, or excuse me, what if what if they have turned off user uh, uh, location services? They would, they would be focused not on, ooh, we want this information, but wow, we can make the service better. Again, they are nerds. They see the numbers. They see the spreadsheets. Again, that means they still need to be held responsible for having done that. And I think that there's going to be new <laughs> rules about, okay, you've, you've proven that you can't have nice things like access to the location services stack we are not going to let you do that anymore now you're going to you're going to have to anytime you want access to location like with it, uh, if i were like the, if i were like the the manager of this part of google i would say you're going to have to go into the parking lot take one of the wheels off of your car and bring it to me in my office with the request and you'll get it back at the end of the day, but I need you to understand how serious it is that you're asking for access to location services. If you think this is so important, you're willing to go to the trouble of walking out to your car, getting out the jack, <laughs> jacking up the car, taking, doing, undoing all the wheel lugs, taking it off, and rolling it up back up to the office, and then having to reverse it. Then I will believe that you have thought things through that is important that you get, that you get location services. If you're not willing to do that, then I guess this is just something you wish you could get as opposed to something that you need very curious about the manager who let this get through yeah just saying out there have <laughs> you been reading the news about google lately well yeah that's true i mean the other thing is that this apparently went went into production like a in early 2017 so i i think that was also mm. the time that, that this is a whole bunch of inside baseball but the the i was gonna call them yeah the firebase team bought the fabric team which is a team that was doing almost exactly the same sort of stuff at twitter mm -hmm. the developer sort of stuff they they were merging those teams together there was a lot of like um you know there's a lot of upheaval there was a lot of team growth I, I can see something like this slipping through like andy says um it's not you don't have to excuse them for it like you, you can see how the situation would happened it, it shouldn't have happened and google's addressed it so I guess you can't really ask anything else except that they really shouldn't have let it, you know, get through in the first place. But they did, and they they fessed up to it. You know, someone found it and they fixed it. So, I, I think I agree with Andy. Like in general, I trust them. And this is the interesting part. I just want to make one last super quick point: is that you really have to these days trust the manufacturer of your phone because if you think about it, um, Apple or Google or whoever makes mm. your phone can put a checkbox in that says "turn off data," but it's literally just a thing in a user interface. Like there's there's no contract there. There's no yeah. physical wire being disconnected when you put your phone into airplane mode. There's no physical wire being disconnected when you turn off location services. None of that stuff is happening at the core OS, level, OS levels uh, either in general. So you just have to trust that the developer of the operating system has done the right thing. Like when you say, don't track me, you're like, oh, now they can't track me. Like it's it's this trust sort of relationship that's just implied. And you yeah, you have to trust the person that made your phone that they're going to do the right thing when you turn it off. Either on purpose or, you know, by accident as well because it's not like 
you know, it's not like being at home and cutting cutting the cord to your TV and you're like, now my TV has no power. Take that, you know, TV who's been monitoring me or whatever. You can't can't really do that with your phone. It's it's just always connected. Yeah. And then, gee, I, I, I was pretty sure I turned off location tracking in the Facebook app. But now that I mention it, the dialog box said, do you want to not want to not trans, not track? And then there was a button said, yes, I don't. And another one said, no, go ahead. And a checkbox above that that said, ignore this setting. <laughs> Gee, maybe, maybe this was, <laughs> maybe I should have read that more carefully and written written it down before I actually t- tapped a button. Uh, and before before we leave this topic, though, uh, big big tip of the hat to Quartz uh, because this wasn't mm-hmm. like this wasn't a, a free uh, disclosure on Google's part. They were actually they actually noticed that something or heard that something might be kind of screwy. They did their own tracking. They come they they made their own case and approached Google. And the reason why they're turning this off after eleven months is because. Because uh, Google, Quartz either A, uh, called the public's attention to it, or B, even called Google's attention to this. Uh, so this is this is why when there is a Patreon support page or a subscription page for any news source that I've mm-hmm. caused me to stand up and applaud virtually at my desk, that's where, guess what? You mm-hmm. are getting 5 or $10 a month for me because this, this kind of work requires you to pay somebody who is in an office doing nothing but focusing on things that they think is weird and deserves investigation. So bravo, bravo, bravo to Quartz. And sometimes we do stand up and clap at our desk. Yep. <laughs> I, I think we get the circulation back in our knees because we've been sitting down yeah. <laughs> too, for yeah. too long. I, I really like the way they wrote it up as well. Like it was very detailed. All the information was in there. Like it wasn't sensationalist. It's just like here's what we found. Here's what this means, and you know we've contacted Google, and here's what they've said. Like, I th- I think that's really responsible reporting. Like they did a they did a really good job of it. Responsible reporting. Hmm. <laughs> Practice responsible reporting today to find out more. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I move on for that one because not going down that hole. <sighs> well, guys, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Yep. What are you guys thankful for this year? And you can be thankful for something too, Russell, even though you don't live in this country that we are Thank, talking Be, be thankful that you're still alive in Australia. Did you, did you see that viral <laughs> picture of this this woman who's like driving along and suddenly the spider the size of like a yam appears behind like the behind the dashboard and she decides, well, I'll just he's as scared of me as I am of him. I'll just keep, I'll just let him out when I reach my destination. And then when she reached the destination, she couldn't see the spider and she thought problem solved. Australians are a very, very interesting <laughs> off interesting version of the human of humanity. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I would, I would still be screaming right now, even as like paramedics are taking my, my, I would crash <sighs> into a bridge abutment to try to kill the spider and all the ambulance robbing. Ah, it's you Australians are very very strong or very very drunk people. I mean, are your house time. spiders like really big? Yeah, like some, just... sometimes they're big, but the thing is, like, often the the biggest spiders, uh, with some some exceptions, I should say, are the least deadly. So uh, we have these things called huntsman spiders, which sound really crazy and they're all hairy Jeez. and they, they can they can be big. When they sit on your window, they're just like covering like half your window, but they don't they don't hurt people. As it turns out, they're fine. It's the tiny little. Ones you got to watch out for, you know, the redbacks and the white tips and, and all that sort of stuff. Unless you're in Sydney and then you have funnel webs and that's another story again. But in general, I'm just going to keep throwing spider names out there, by the way. In general, if one appears in your car, and this happens to me quite often because they, they tend to live in your um, 
Uh, you've got they a rear do. view mirror. What are the side view mirrors called? Yeah. Side view mirrors. Yeah. They yeah, sort of they crawl do. in there and they make a home. And I'm like, you know what? If he or she is happy in there, like I'm happy. Like it's it's fine. Yeah, we can be buddy buddies. You you catch the flies. I'll I'll do the driving. Exactly. Maybe, maybe they're trapping and killing like poisonous birds that might be, <laughs> might be flying into your car. Yeah, it's just it's just part of the air filtration system in Australia. This is just how it works. That's why Elon Musk, when he brings his Tesla vehicle to Australia, doesn't need all that fancy mumbo jumbo stuff. Filter this, filter that. He just puts some spiders in it. It's fine. Well, then I guess this Thanksgiving I am thankful for living inside of a house and not outdoors with spiders. Yeah, things things <laughs> in America are not particularly great in 2017. But again, I feel as though. I feel as I, I never have to check my shoes before I put them on in the morning, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah, that's really true. I don't. We're good. Uh, piles of wood I have to check for black widows, which I have come across, which my husband has come across several, and those you can't just squash dead. You have to, like, burn them. It's quite <laughs> the murderous. The spider or the house? Spider. <laughs> okay. First the log pile, then the house. Yeah, look, I, I don't, I don't know if I like your American propaganda. I'm gonna say like I'm thankful for spiders because they do a great job in Australia. Like we they have, do. they 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 eat flies, and I I hate flies. I hate mosquitoes. I hope they eat those as well. I don't have any evidence to back that up. I'm pretty sure it's just flies and other sort of small creatures like that. But you know what? I'm thankful they do a good job, and we even have spiders here. So non-human killing spiders that eat the human killing spiders. So that's I'm thankful for them as well. Well, I will just I will just wind up by saying that I'm grateful to you Flo and I'm grateful to you Russell because I legitimately enjoy doing this show each and every week I'm I'm glad I'm glad for the sponsors I'm glad for the money I'm glad for the people who sign up for memberships but I do I do the the, the thing is I'm on the east coast so that I record this uh, my recording time is 9 p.m. and so it's typically like the last thing I do before like I shut down the house like and, and go to bed so it's like I'm just having a really nice hour and nine minute long conversation with two good friends about <laughs> people who will understand the, the 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 same reactions i have to uh the plus the the plus one phone and or big spiders and then i get to go to bed so i'm very grateful for all this so i'm i, I too am this. grateful for that i am grateful that i am exposed to russell's culture every wednesday when we record this podcast because he is far away and i wish that our continents were closer but alas pangea Pangea had to happen, or rather, it had to separate. <laughs> yeah, to I, I think if if that Twitter campaign I started at the time had it just had a few people, a few more people had used the hashtag or changed their profile photos, it wouldn't have happened. Our continents would still be joined, but sadly, you know, my campaign didn't get off the ground. So. <laughs> well, uh, geological evidence uh, oh, no. doesn't prove but suggests <laughs> that they were get they were together like one landmass for just millennia until there was the equivalent of the landmass thanksgiving there was a, the conversation got political and then guess what no one ever none of those two landmasses ever wanted to be together ever again they were just how far apart can we be on this planet and still be on this planet so word, word to the wise this could happen to you you're not a landmass but you can still you still have an opinion about the current political situation <laughs> that perhaps you want to keep to yourself if you still want access to your uncle's red Sox season tickets there you go. There's some helpful advice this Thanksgiving season. So I have to know, I assume both of you are going to be posting um, Thanksgiving stuff to various social media platforms. Flo, if I want to find out what you've been up to at Thanksgiving, where where do I go? 
Uh, I'm actually kind of trying to take a social media break for the rest of this week. So I'm going to try and lay low, but um, I am going to be tweeting out links to my little special holiday gift guide arena um, that I worked on this week. So please stay tuned for that because I'd appreciate your views. Just follow me on Twitter at OhThatFlow. Oh, that flow. Nice one. What about you, Andy? Where we can follow, where we can follow your activities. That's good English. Where can we follow your activities? <laughs> the venom is starting to take effect. You thought you had. <laughs> I, I can't move my left arm for some reason. It's, it's, it's like, is like snake anti-venom like part of the drinking supply? Like we put fluoride in the water to help people's teeth. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm perpetuating crass stereotypes and I should not do that. You shouldn't. Uh, Although yes, all our yeah, hospitals do stock antivenoms for both spiders and snakes. You, you, as long as this is the, I kid you not, this is the one piece of advice they give you. If a if a spider bites you before killing it, take a picture of it, just so you can take it into the hospital oh, yeah. and say, "I need the antivenom for the, for this one." And they're like, "Okay, no That's worries." That's good advice. That's good mm-hmm. advice. Amazon will soon have drone deliveries, like with image recognition. <laughs> Boink. Uh, yes, uh, spot my last name to get on my Instagram or my Twitter or my blog. Uh, I uh, I will of course for the next week or so I will be tweeting either an annoying or helpful list of things that of things I've seen on sale on Amazon that a I personally can recommend as opposed to uh felt tip markers I haven't okay felt tip markers ooh buy these felt yeah I use usually stuff that I've actually used and actually really like and once again you were helping me indirectly to have that 4K uh hopefully LED but I'll solve for I'll settle for backlit uh, 4K uh, HDR TV that I will be getting with my credits hopefully in uh, January or February or if things work really well the TV and a, a drone that would be really wow because someone's doing all right anyway. in the uh, podcasting slash journalism world well again no again for with the with the Amazon credits with for <laughs> affiliate links as opposed because again I can tell myself this is not real money all I did was say ooh I got this I got this uh, I did buy this uh, this uh, this pair of silicone uh, uh, silicone uh, uh, baking sheets and actually they're really really good for cookies I don't use them for cakes but they're great for cookies and this sets into emotion a complex sequence of, sequence of events that mysteriously results in my getting enough money in Amazon credits to buy myself a drone or a TV or hopefully both. Nice. And you can find what me What about at- a drone delivering a TV? Sorry, go ahead. Drone delivering sorry, a TV. Sorry. Ooh, I could have my drone fight their drone. And the winner gets both TVs or gets to smash the <laughs> opponent's TV, maybe. Hmm, interesting. Drone Wars. That's uh, coming up on ABC next. Um, so you can find me at Rusty Shelf on Twitter where I broke my one promise from last week. I just kept... Uh, whining about developer tools, which I know just excites so many different people out there. That's that's the kind of quality coverage you find on my Twitter feed. Uh, you can find us at relay.fm slash material where you can email us. If you want to let us know what tech stuff you're thankful for, feel free. Uh, there's an email link there. You can also get memberships. So if you want to be extra super special thankful for us, but yeah, someone out there might want to be, there's a button. Please. You can press it and send us money. It's awesome. Uh, so we want please. to thank, <laughs> please, yes, exactly. Please, okay, thanks, bye. Uh, we want to thank you so much for <laughs> listening to this episode of Material. Um, enjoy your Thanksgiving, definitely if you're in the US. If you're not, if you're from Australia, enjoy your spider bros and spider gals, bros, sisters, spider sisters, that's the equivalent word. Uh, if you're in Europe, I don't know, what the heck you people do over there, but... Snow. Snow. Enjoy the, enjoy the <laughs> snow. Uh, whoever left out, if you're in the Caribbean slash equator sort of region, enjoy the nice weather enjoy you have all year. Enjoy your heat. Yeah, damn you. <laughs> enjoy your super nice all year weather. I mean, you, some of you get monsoons and stuff, so it's it's not that great, but sometimes sometimes it really is. And if, if I've left you out, 
somehow. I think I've covered all the different regions of the world, but I'm sure you'll write to me and you'll let me know that, that I've left you out. If I have, enjoy the rest of your week. And until next week, uh, we'll see you then. <laughs>